guys, welcome to the Chica Travel Podcast. My name is Lelo B and this is the first episode of 2021. So thank you so much for tuning in. For this episode, I invited Talani Koza to come onto the show to share a bit about what it's like to travel out of the country during the pandemic. So this is information for those of you who are thinking of traveling and leaving South Africa to go to explore outside. So Talani traveled to Zanzibar with her hubby over the festive season and i guess because i had not i have not left uh, you know south africa since this whole thing started i thought it would be interesting to hear how does one prepare what do you need to know where do you go for information for testing and so on so check out this conversation with lalani and please do let me know guys if there's anything else that you would like me to cover in upcoming episodes you can just let me know on social media at miss lola b or at chica travel podcast so enjoy this chat with lalani Talani, welcome to the Chica Travel Podcast. Hi, Lelo. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> yes, you do need to come back again. I know today we're only talking about, you know, a short conversation just about, you know, what people need to know when they're traveling outside. You also had like plans that you had to cancel in 2020 because of the... the oh my God, yeah. Oh, it, it was so painful. Yeah. It was so hard. Oh. When you decided you were going to go away, why did you decide mm-hmm. on Zanzibar? Um, first, because it's close. Okay. And I wasn't comfortable leaving the continent. Well, obviously, most countries had banned us. So (laughs) I looked, (laughs) I looked at my options, really. And Zanzibar seemed to be the one that actually stands out because they were open. And they didn't have too many, you know, uh, um, requirements, you know, like a lot of countries now are saying you can come in, but you'll need to quarantine for like two weeks. I mean, who, who can do that when you're going on holiday for a week? <laughs> so, you know, yeah, it, it really isn't. So it, the rules just made the decision for me. Yeah. And yeah. you've been to Zanzibar before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 2014, I think. Uh, oh, not, it's not yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So it was, yeah, it was about six years ago. Um, so it, it wasn't my first time. Um, I had always wanted to go there for New Year's anyway, you know, because the first time I went, we went for Valentine's Day uh-huh. uh, in 2014. Yeah. yeah I, I actually think when you come back to the podcast, you need to come and talk about vacations because you always travel with your husband, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, so you can come and tell us all about, you know, planning a, a vacation, you know, the because obviously you guys are, yes, you're a couple, but it, it could be that, you know, you maybe have different interests and different uh, bucket lists. So how do you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and so Basically on. combine them into... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, cool. We'll, okay, we'll do okay, so... um. So you had you traveled locally before, before you left the country, um, I mean, as in now during the pandemic? Um, yes, but by road with friends. Uh, we rented a, a minibus and then we traveled by road to, to uh, Maputo, not Maputo, um, Bumalanga. Oh, oh Maputo. Yeah, we rented a house. Yeah, no, not Maputo. <laughs> it was near Maputo, actually, where we went. It was way, way far. Was, oh, God, we drove forever. Yeah, it's right um, over the border, literally. Yes, yeah, we went to a place that was so, 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 so far. But it was really nice. It was lovely to be away from home. And it was, 
basically a group of five couples. We rented a house, five bedroom, five bathroom house. So we could, you know, we had so much fun. We cooked, we fried, we drank. It was so, so much fun. Awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now back to Zanzibar. So when you decided, mm. okay, we're going to go to Zanzibar, what was your process to research? You know, what are their travel requirements? And there's testing involved, uh, you know, everything that you needed to do before you got there. How did you go about, you know, doing that? Um, obviously, Google. So I went on to, <laughs> that's like the biggest traveling tool, really. I went on to um, the Tanzanian tourism ministry type uh, uh, website and then they had a whole lot of info there so I read a lot I read up a lot I read up on their COVID cases I read up on you know what their peace looked like and all of that that was just basically to you know put myself at ease because obviously I was kind of we're all scared of this virus we None of us wants to get it. You know, we want to avoid it as much as possible. So I had to do so much research. I Googled a lot. And um, when I booked this trip, I actually used a travel agent that I had used on previous trips uh, a long time ago. So that was basically to make sure that even if I missed something, they would alert me. Okay. You know, so that helped. That helped because when I booked, when I booked this trip, you know, I was so hopeful when I actually booked it because I booked it in September. Yeah. Okay, if you remember, in September our borders were not open yet. Uh, That's how hopeful I was. You oh, know, so in September when they opened interprovincial travel before they opened the borders, when I, you were like, okay, I'm booking Zanzibar already. Yes, yeah, because I figured. When they open, when they do open the borders and people realize that, oh, okay, we can go to Zanzibar, we can go here, then these uh, hotels and airlines might actually hike the prices, which I think they did, you know, uh, towards uh, the end of November. So it might work out a little bit cheaper for me to take this risk and book it early. And obviously, the most important thing I had to do was get comprehensive travel insurance, okay, just to cover myself to make sure that. If things go bad and borders need to be closed later on, then I can get my my money back. Okay, so on that tip, yeah, yeah, insurance, yeah, travel insurance. Mm. Do they cover yeah. if you get COVID while you are there, or is it just yeah. all the other stuff minus COVID? Yeah, um, I think they companies now have different options. So I basically went for the top option, one that will cover me if I need to. Um, quarantine, if we need to go into a hospital, you know, if our trip is cancelled because borders are closed, I would get my money back. So I had to, I basically invested in the top option that will basically cover me uh, any scenario. That actually makes so much So I think that's, that's very important. I think for anybody who's looking to travel for the foreseeable future, I think that's one of the most important things to look into because things change so quickly in this pandemic. You know, you'll think what well, things are fine and then all of a sudden numbers go up, countries change their rules. You don't want to lose your money or get stuck in a country and you have to pay for your own quarantine, you have to, you know, medical bills and all of that. You don't want nasty surprises like that. So I think travel insurance is going to be 
basically probably one of the most important things to look into when you travel from now on, if that's not something that you are doing already. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. So the testing, did you have to go to Lancet to test before you went to Zanzibar? And did they put that thing they put in your nose? Thank goodness I haven't had to test for hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not the most pleasant thing. No, but luckily, um, I think early November, Zanzibar actually changed the rules, uh, saying that we no longer needed to present a negative test when we enter the, in the island. So we didn't need to test. So nobody in Zanzibar needed to test in order to enter. But you, it, it's so risky, right? But you know what? I was so shocked when we were there talking to the locals they're not worried about COVID. It's like, it's a foreign thing to them. I guess even they are, you know? if they're not even saying people should test when they go in there, and is it because of this whole, you know, dependency on tourism that they just, everybody comes? Yes, yeah. They, they, they depend a lot on tourism. So the fact that a lot of countries were closed around December, they weren't welcoming anybody from outside. It basically made Zanzibar one of the few places people could go to you know, uh, uh, for December holidays. So there were a lot of South Africans, there were a lot of Russians, Ukrainians, uh, Romanians, a lot of Eastern Europeans who weren't allowed anywhere else. I mean, even us South Africans, a lot of countries won't safe. let us in. Yeah, but Zanzibar was the place to go, basically. It was packed. Are people wearing masks or not even? We were, no, 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 no masks in sight, okay? For a while... Uh, we were the only people wearing masks. <laughs> 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 we were so paranoid. Look, we were so paranoid. Uh, the airport was packed, okay? So obviously it makes sense in a space full of people to keep your mask on and obviously be very conscious of where your hands go and sanitize, sanitize, sanitize. Obviously that's just common sense, okay? Yeah. Regardless of where you are. So when we left the airport, uh, we got into our, our, our transfer and there, were, there was another uh, South African family there. Um, uh, I think it was like a family of five or something. Yeah. We kept our masks on even in the transport, you know, even though it was sort of private transport. We kept our masks on, we kept away from people because, you know, you can't just wish it away as much as you want you know, you want to wish it away, but you can't do that. So you have to be safe at all times. So we kept our masks on. And then um, when we got to the place we were staying, uh, luckily I had actually decided on a very small um, place. So it wasn't one of those big resorts because, you know, I, I was mindful of trying to be away from people as much as possible. So I chose a very small accommodation um, that is not that doesn't have a lot of people. So as soon as we got there, the manager is actually a South African woman. And she was like, guys, you can take off your masks. There's no COVID here. We are all safe. We're basically living in a bubble in this place. Look, I felt safe. Yeah. I felt safe mainly because there wasn't a lot of people there. I guess. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I felt safe because there wasn't a lot of people there so we could keep our distance from everyone. So, and that's what we did basically for uh, most of our vacation. And yeah, I think when we went to Stone Town, that's the only day when we were around a lot of people and that's when we had our masks on. Mm. 
Mm. We were the freaks with our masks on, basically, because nobody else had. When everybody's just, you know, having fun. Everybody's just, it's vibes. Just vibes. Island vibes. It's hot. It's humid. Everybody's just, yeah, we are on vacation. And the locals are like, Akuna Matata, what is COVID? (laughs) Which region of the you guys go to? We're staying in Matemwe. Oh, I don't, I haven't been to Matemwe. It's a very quiet side. Yeah, it's very quiet. It's not packed like Nungui and Kendwa and those sides. Yeah, we went for like, uh, we went on New Year's Eve, but during the day, there was going to be, I don't know if you've been to one of those full moon parties at Kendwa Rocks. They have like a famous party. They've been holding one every month for years now. And the party uh, last year, it was on New Year's Eve. So it was going to be massive. We were so tempted. I, I'm not going to lie. We were super tempted, but sense, common sense yeah. was like, uh-uh, nah, you are not going there. Yeah, Go back to where you are staying, chill by yourselves, ring in the New Year safely. <laughs> it's just the right thing to do. At least you had the ocean. Yes, that, that was the most important thing for me. I just needed that you know, that renewal, that refreshing, you know, ocean breeze, especially after the hard year we had last year. I just needed it. That's why I absolutely had to go. Did you guys fly direct to Zanzibar? Yeah, we flew, we flew via Mango. So we flew out Saturday the, on Christmas, on uh, Boxing Day, yeah. and then we came back the following Saturday. Okay, awesome. Okay, yeah. so def- so then no other protocols than outside of the airport. Like everybody's just none whatsoever. Everybody is just going on as if life is normal. Everything is just vibes, you know. When you ask, I mean, we asked so many people. Yeah. You know why? Why are there no? Why is nobody wearing a mask? I mean, you know what's happening? Like, there's no COVID here. You know, we going. Uh, our driver, the guy who took us to um, get our test done in Zanzibar, because we needed to get the test done there in order to come back home. Um, you know, we were talking to him, and he was like, "I'm going to the full moon party for New Year's Eve. It's going to be so much fun. There's going to be thousands and thousands of people there. It's going to be a vibe." So I'm like, are you not worried about COVID? He's like, no, there's no COVID in Zanzibar. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it was I nice. Hope they stay COVID free. So yeah, the, the testing. How did you guys know where you, you could go to test? And are there lots of facilities for testing? Given that they think they don't have COVID, right? Um, that's another advantage of uh, you know the of using a, an agent because um, there are forms that you need to fill in in order to exit South Africa. Okay, there's a form that you need to fill in. There's a health form that you need to fill in. So I managed to download, I, I, you know, my agent emailed me all those forms and there's a form that you need to submit in uh, Zanzibar at the airport when you enter as well, uh, where you fill out your details, where you're staying and all of that. Um, I downloaded all those forms before leaving here. I filled them out the night before we were leaving. And then at the airport at Oartambo, you submit the South African form. And then when you get to Zanzibar, you give them the Zanzibari form, the Tanzanian one. 
um, there are no, in terms of knowing where to test, the agency sent me an email to say, okay, this is where you're testing, this is how much the test will be. And we also paid for private transfers, which are an excellent investment. Okay, so if you're going to Zanzibar anytime soon, book a private transfer to get the COVID test because that place is chaotic. Oh, God. The place where the, there's two places where the tests are done there's a public place and a private place. I think the public place, the tests are $80 per person, mm-hmm. and at the private place, the tests are $120 per person. Obviously, most people went to the public place, which is cheaper mm-hmm. because, you know, nothing else you know, there's no advantage of using the private place because it's just as full. Um, but we were fetched from a hotel. And then when we got to the place, they said, okay, you need to pay first, but we only take Visa cards. So all our cards are MasterCard. So we couldn't pay by card. So we had to go to the bank. So our driver took us to the bank to go and deposit money. Like when Russ, did you go to the bank to do a bank deposit? <laughs> we had to do that. You couldn't, you couldn't withdraw. They didn't want cash. They wanted you to pay with the card. No, yeah, you, you can't pay cash at the center. I'm guessing for safety reasons. So we had to go to the bank, uh, do a deposit, and then um, we, we needed a copy of our passports as well. So we had that. And then we went, to, went back to the center to queue, pay, you know, fill out the forms, give, out, give them a copy of a passport and some info who are you, what you do, where you're staying, and all of that. And then luckily, the test was the through-the-mouth one. <laughs> I was so nervous because the through-the-nose one looks so unpleasant. So luckily, it was through-the-mouth. It was very quick. You know, the only unpleasant thing about the whole thing was the weight and, you know, the fact that if you're not accompanied by a local, it's very easy to just wait around for nothing. But if you know, a, a driver was there to basically guide us and tell us, okay, wait here. I will talk to this person to see if, you know, what's happening. And then you, they give you a number, basically, and then they call your number. You go in, do the test, you're done. And then in terms of the results, the driver went to pick up our results the day we were leaving. So they went to pick up the results, came to fetch, to fetch us uh, from the accommodation to the airport. And that how, was very painless. How long after your test did you get the results? uh i think it was two days oh okay yeah we got them two days so we did the test two days before we were to leave no this thing sounds like too much admin yo i I... it is it is it's it's a lot of admin because even before leaving you know i i was on the net every single day i was on the tanzanian website every day because the rules change so quickly you know things change so quickly during this pandemic I had to basically stay on top of it to make sure that I don't get caught out. You know, that's very important. So, yeah, it is a lot of admin, but I'm so relaxed right now. So it was worth it. You were happy with your holiday. Was it at least worth, the, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely worth it. <laughs> it was so worth it. I'm sunburned right now, but it's okay. I'm happy with it. <laughs> okay that's amazing yeah. so and your passport got i need to actually find mine i don't even know where my passport is <laughs> <laughs> it was so nice going through passport control hey because i didn't think i would be doing that in 2020 it was lovely going through passport control but it was so depressing as well at Wartambo because it was so empty 
Ooh, it was so depressing because you're not used to the airport looking like that. Sure. So, so yeah. now that you've gone through everything that you went through with, you know, okay, it was really not that terrible, but still, it's it's a lot yeah. of admin. I don't like admin. When yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So um, it takes the fun out of it, right? Oh, it really does, and I really think mm. you know that the fact that you had an agent is something that I also might need to consider with with, yeah. with intent if I do plan to travel outside of the country again because mm. I never used to like really use travel agencies. I just you know yeah. but in these times, I think it yeah. helped. Look at how they helped you with everything that you yeah, need. absolutely just. So you have somebody who is constantly, you know, on top of things, somebody who will tell you, because when I booked, I knew that I was going to have to test before and coming back as well. And then when they changed the rules, she sent me an email to say, oh, you don't have to test going anymore. You just need to fill out this form. So, you know, print these forms and then you can just fill them out just before you go. And then, you know, you're good to go. Oh, okay. So it really, really helped. Okay, and then um, will you be traveling again, you know, given all the admin, will you be traveling again outside of the country anytime soon? And, you know, there's, they're talking about this new strain that we don't know much about. Yeah, um, not first half of the year. Usually we always go to the Northern Hemisphere around April for my birthday, lucky girl. So, but this year it's not going to happen because it's it's just unsafe. So I would like to travel internationally again, but it will be within the continent, um, preferably an island again. Yeah. yeah. Because it just feels safer. It feels safer than big cities. Islands feel a lot safer than big cities. So, yeah. And then, that. And then um, Tani, what tip would you give to someone who's uh, planning to travel internationally? I think you've given us a great tip in terms of, you know, the comprehensive travel insurance. Um, and I think using an agency, just having that other person that you can call on is also quite key. Anything else mm-hmm. that you can think of as advice or tip to someone who's planning to travel? Lots and lots of research, more than usual. I mean, I'm, I, I consider myself an experienced traveler. But I still had to do so much research, you know, read up on the place I'm going to, read up on the current situation there, you know, and try and get as much knowledge about the place as possible. Because if you, the more you know, the calmer you will feel, you know, the more confident you will feel about your decision to go to a place, you know, and read up as much as possible. And also the admin. You know, there's a lot of admin. Do it. Do it. Don't get caught out. Because when we were coming back in Zanzibar, there were a lot of angry people at the airport fighting with mango agents because they did not have their COVID test results. They didn't do the test. As if it was mango who was responsible to tell them that. They- exactly. Exactly. You know, so they made it mango's problem, basically, to say, you know, why can't we board our flight? You need to go home. Yeah, but you need a test. You need a negative test to come back. Or even if, you know, you tested positive, there are protocols in place. You can still come home. But obviously, you know, it's a little bit different. You can't just, you know, uh, uh, um, get on the plane with the rest of us. I think they reserved a few seats at the back for anybody who would have tested positive. But, you know, in terms of the, the airline itself, 
they did quite a lot, you know, in terms of making us feeling as making us feel safer. Constantly on the plane, we're reminded keep your mask on to cover your nose and mouth because you know how people are with these masks. Somebody will be, you know, covering their mouth and chin with the, the mask. <laughs> so, you know, constantly reminding us that. And then when we were boarding, also boarding, you know, groups at a time so that we maintain social distancing. So, follow the rules, arm yourself with as much info as possible. You know, do what you need to do. If you want to travel, that's the reality at the moment. So just yeah. do what needs to be done. Read as much as possible. Sure. Okay, awesome. Thank you so, so much. I think you put me off travel. <laughs> 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 you put me off traveling internationally. I don't know. Let's see how long this feeling lasts. Because <laughs> I've been feeling like, ah, I need to go, you know, go somewhere, somewhere in the yeah, country. Yeah, yeah. But now I, I'm not so sure. This Zanzibar thing is very scary. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It is. It is. Look, it, it, hey, I was I was taken aback. Like every single corner we took there, especially in Stone Town. You know, you know how chaotic Stone Town is. It's just business as usual. You know, I was shocked. I was so shocked. But yeah, it, for them, it is what it is. But you know what I what I'm curious about now. Yeah. I'd like to find out how their cases are now post December holidays. I, I'm really curious about that. I'm really curious as to, you know, uh, um, if there's any, sure. if they're seeing any cases now because locals aren't testing. Nobody is testing locals. If you want to test, it's because you're traveling out of Zanzibar. Yeah. But otherwise, everybody else is just vibes. Yeah, honestly, fingers crossed that, you know, things won't change for them because it would be, you know, really devastating. Exactly, because I doubt the body would be worth it. Yeah, can you imagine how quickly it would spread also given that mm-hmm. you wearing masks? Yo. Yeah, and it's a small space. It is very so, small. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, we, we hope we hope nothing bad happens and they are okay well thank you so so much for this conversation um i think it's you a pleasure thanks for having me helped us uh, with, with with what we need to know and i guess what you also said about going to that country's embassy to just read up on their website to see what what yeah. i'm saying in terms of requirements that's also key. Yeah. Had to go to, yeah. to any place yeah yeah, it's very, very important. It makes all the difference. You don't want to be cut out. Yeah, okay. Thank all. you so, so much, Talani. We will see you again when you come back to talk about the vacation and all the... Fantastic! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Thank so much for having me. Huh? And all the European places you've been to. Oh, I miss it so much. Eh? <laughs> I thought maybe it was one this year, but it's not going to happen. Next year, maybe. maybe in the middle of next year. Yeah, unless they all get vaccine, then you know, we might. Uh, yes, yeah, we might just be able to sneak in. Exactly. Okay, thank yes. you so, so much. Have a good rest of your day. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Lelo. Thanks for having me.
thank you very much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We will catch up again next week. But in the meantime, if you listen on Apple, please leave a review and comment. It helps other people find the podcast as well if you do that. So I appreciate that very much. And also you can find us on social media at Chica Travel Pod, hashtag Chica Travel Pod. Until next week, goodbye. Thank you.